We're going to get into our first review. So our first review is Jurassic World Dominion. Jurassic World Dominion is the latest sequel in the Jurassic World series following uh, Jurassic World, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. This is the third movie in the franchise um, of the Jurassic World series. Uh, this is starring Chris Pratt and Dice, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, so um, in this movie, this is set four years after the events of Fallen Kingdom. If you don't remember Fallen Kingdom, I don't blame you. Uh, but so yeah. at the end of that movie, um, you had... Yeah, but yeah... Spoilers for Fallen Kingdom. These fucking dumbasses unleashed dinosaurs into the real world. To be fair, one specific dumbass does it. <laughs> this dumbass little <laughs> fucking brat kid. Yeah. Uh, uh, who, yeah. Why uh, the fuck? Who? Why aren't they charged on war crimes in this movie? There's yeah. a lot of things that should have happened that don't happen in this movie. <laughs> But you could equate that for the entire trilogy as a whole. Mm. You could yeah. you could equate that to just this franchise existing. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> just it doesn't Yeah. We we got so busy. We got so occupied with whether or not we could. Nobody ever stopped to think if we should. <laughs> uh that's basically been the motto of this entire series, basically. Um, which I guess it's doing well financially. I mean, hey, they made a third movie, so I guess it's doing that well. Um, I don't know. I haven't been seeing what the box office is for this movie uh, as of yet, but because uh, we're doing this on a Friday, I think it was pretty solid. I think it was. I think it was a fifteen million opening day. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so here, this movie um, here, Jurassic World Dominion, is set four years after the events of Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. So, like you said, the they released the dinosaurs out into the wild. They set them free. Um, and that basically sets up the events for this movie where you kind of have a good introduction, a uh, news kind of reel of people discussing dinosaurs living in this kind of environment. There are people hunting the dinosaurs. Uh, there are people yeah, that which, are... which they say 32 people have died in the four years since dinosaurs came into the world. That is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it seems like, yeah, the number would be kind of uh, a lot higher than that. Uh, it would be astronomically high. It would it be around like 10,000. killed hundreds of people. <laughs> Four years would be closer probably to about a <laughs> couple hundred thousand. I'm, I'm, who is counting these numbers? Did, did yeah. fucking Trump's election campaign <laughs> count these? Uh, <laughs> uh, but, I mean, yeah, that's what they it's say. Like, stab, stab the cat. Stab the cat. Uh... <laughs> Because, I mean, which I thought was kind of a good opening to the movie, them doing the newsreel of, you know, because I think that's, it, there's a lot of interesting concepts that are here, there, you know what I mean, of mm -hmm. the whole dinosaurs being in the, now, that you know, amongst humans and how they kind of, how are they coexisting, yeah. how are they, you know, living in this world, because mm -hmm. you do have dinosaurs that are being hunted, mm -hmm. you know, so these poachers, you do have a situation where um, there people are capturing these dinosaurs and then doing kind of like cockfighting with them. Uh, Dogfighting mm -hmm. with the dinosaurs, which is interesting. Um, how have the dinosaurs changed the ecosystem? Them being here, they don't really elaborate on a lot of that. Um, no, have they? In fact, know, the way it ends, the way it ends implies something even more stupid. Mm. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, uh, you know, we're gonna get to the ending and everything like that. Of, yeah. you know, everything about it. 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, so it's, it kind of sets up in a very nice way of like maybe these interesting concepts, but it goes to kind of a more boring kind of thing of more lame kind of a villain, a lame rich villain who owns this company. Uh, here in this movie, you have Biosync, um, who is the new corporate evil villain here. Um, also kind of a big thing with this, uh, who's big thing with this movie is you have the returning legacy characters here. Jeff Goldblum, Sam Neill, Laura Dern, uh, big legacy characters from the first Jurassic Park movie. Mm -hmm. And them coming back, I mean, is kind of nice because, well, all three of them have aged gracefully. They all look really good. Um, you know, they all mm -hmm. kept themselves in good shape and everything like that. Um, yeah, Sam... I've, yeah, I've never believed that Laura Dern was only 23 at the in the first movie. I've never believed that. Really? Oh, she was only just twenty three in the first. Yeah, shoot. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, but they look fantastic. Um, and they're kind of coming back. Them being here, mm -hmm. it's almost like two separate movies, almost because you have because this movie. Yeah. Uh, one thing, it's it's very long too. This movie's two hours and thirty minutes. Um, I don't oh, remember boy. the runtime of the <sighs> the last two movies. I think they were just like they were also pretty long. They're they're all like comparable lengths. I, th I think this might be the shortest one. Really, this is the shortest one. I okay. maybe. I thought that maybe. I don't the know. I think they. The I think they're all over two hours. Yeah, I think they're all good about two hours. Okay, so Jurassic World was two hours and four minutes, and then Fallen Kingdom was about two hours and nine, so about the same length. But this this one has a kind of a more bloated time of two hours and thirty minutes in this new Dominion movie. So yeah, it's kind of like two separate movies going on because you have a storyline with the legacy characters mm -hmm. investigating Biosync and kind of what they're up to. Mm -hmm. uh, then you have another storyline where um, uh, Chris Pratt's character and Bryce Dallas Harris' character, their child, um, as well as the, the dinosaur partner companion they've had, uh, Blue Child yeah, also got kidnapped. Blue's, yeah, Blue's baby gets kidnapped also. So and... And they have to like go a globe trotting adventure to try and get their kids back. Yeah, he makes a promise to a dinosaur to get you know Blue's kid back, um, which yeah. uh, and then also you know he tries it's, to get it's it's as stupid as it sounds. Yeah, so it's kind of like two separate movies kind of going on. You got like a Taken movie going on here, and then you got a kind of this other action kind of movie going on. And them investing in this comp company mm -hmm. here um, that all culminates at the end. Um, a lot of these characters, I mean, I'm not huge into Jurassic Park. I'm not like a super fan of mm. Jurassic Park or anything like that. I've seen the first one no. years ago and I liked it. Of course, it's classic, um, and everything like that. Um, it seems like this movie was really trying to be the end game for Jurassic Park, uh, because of the returning legacy characters and mm. when they even, cause I'm telling you, if you're expecting like a good buddy movie between the legacy characters and the new characters, that doesn't happen till the last 20 minutes of the movie. So if you're really expecting all that, like that doesn't really happen until the last like 20, 30 minutes. Um, and when they first... They make, you, they make you wait for that. And it feels like a wait. Yeah. And when they even meet each other, it seems like there's this awkward moment where they're like, okay, let's put this in the movie because this is where the audience is going to lose their shit. This is where there's going to be the huge audience reaction. And that's what it kind of feels like. And with the returning kind of character, legacy characters... <clears throat> There's so many times where the other characters in the movie constantly say, oh, wait, you're Alan Grant and you're Ellie Sadler. They say that there's three or four people who stop and to, to recognize that these are two people from the old movies. And they do that, mm. which is really annoying, uh, by the way, that they kind of do that. <laughs> um, 
the it it, it was just as annoying in uh, <clears throat> in the first Jurassic World where they would literally stop the movie in order to show artifacts from the original Jurassic Park. Mm, yeah, I mean, so it it's like it, it was it was even more annoying in that in this than it was there. Yeah. Uh, what were, what were kind of your guys' thoughts watching the movie? Me, I think the Jurassic World movies are one of the worst blockbuster franchises of the 2010s. The first, the first Jurassic World, it has some cool ideas of, <clears throat> of uh, hey, what if we like had a full-on theme park? What if uh, the genetic experimentation went awry? And it's just bogged down by this cast who look like they would rather be doing anything else. And I think Chris Pratt, he's grossly miscast as a, as the badass lead in this franchise. I think what works. Yeah. What works about Chris Pratt is because yeah, he is, you know, that, that big, strong, like, I guess, objectively handsome dude. But what works about characters like him, like his portrayal of star Lord of Andy Dwyer is they're kind of a buffoon. In, in Indian Guardians of the Galaxy, Star-Lord, even though he's the main character of the films, he's not the, like, he's not, like, the most competent member of the Guardians. Mm. That would be Gamora. Mm. It's like, he's, he's like, the, the charm of him is he is posturing and he's not that good at his job. And here they tried to have us buy him as this, like, super badass rap after trader which also stupid and he has zero chemistry with bryce dallas howard mm. which is like the big linchpin of i think all three of these movies yeah bradley martin said owen yeah owen grant uh, which is the character name for chris Pratt. yeah um and yeah. owen 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 goddamn grady grady i'm sorry i said grant grady owen grady yeah <laughs> um yeah dusk yeah owen goddamn owen grady who's taken time off from his time working at conversion camps <laughs> mm. uh dusk what about you i like red thunder media's jokes about it calling him owen thunder guns <laughs> their joke is better on that but uh yeah so i agree with nick pretty much on everything on it um even this has been one of the the most difficult franchises, kind of blockbusters, just to see because mm-hmm. you just keep wondering how is this making so much money? I know people like dinosaurs, but there's nothing to these movies. There's nothing. There's there. It's the false facade of nostalgia, but there's no inner workings. You want to talk about the end game? There was an end game to this franchise. It was called Jurassic Park. It was a one and done. It was based on a book, mm-hmm. and that was it. It had a sequel book. Which really didn't even get fully adapted in the sequel. And that was made by Steven Spielberg. And even he was like, I already did one of them. I don't even want to do another. And then Jurassic 3, which, again, had some interesting ideas. But that also was, like, just the weakest one of them. And and just, uh, it should have just been left alone. Just like the first one. Yeah, I think think this franchise, it's like the example I come to. Because um, do you remember that clip of Ethan Hawke talking about uh, about uh, a lot of uh, how his comments about superhero movies got misconstrued? Yeah, and he was basically saying that yes, you can find joy, you um, art in anything. It could be a superhero movie, a horror movie, e- even one of these movies. And mm-hmm. the films that work are the films that people put their heart and soul into. 
and the ones that mm. don't are the ones that people make just to make money. Yep. That is basically Jurassic's two through now. Yeah. Mm. Basically, yeah. Uh, uh, and you can see it. Yeah, I mean... Uh, but... Well, I, I, I think with, you know... I mean, there's mm. people who are working on these movies of every movie. Like, I don't think anybody sits out to do a bad job. You know what I mean? I think, you know what I mean? So, so yeah, this, I mean, obviously sequels are set up, you know, cash I mean, from the right. studio. But people, I mean, you, you, dude, do you know who's in the director chair? Colin Trevorrow again. A yeah. man who is, who was promised a Star Wars film, but then can't release the book of Henry, which he wrote and directed. A movie so bad, <laughs> Disney fired his ass. Yeah. Well, there are like, other reasons. Nah, get the too. fuck out of here. Well, also that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, this, yeah, I'm sorry about that. I interrupted you there. No, no, it's all good. Uh, so, speaking of Colin Trevorrow, yes, this is the third time he's directed this movies. He has also collaborated with his writer, uh, Derek Connolly. They worked on many movies together, including a movie I did like called Safety Not Guaranteed. That was Colin Trevorrow and Derek Connolly's first movie together. Mm. Col- Colin directed it. Derek wrote it. And for the last couple of movies, here's a list of movies that uh, Derek has written. He wrote Jurassic World. He he did the co-screenplay. He did Monster Trucks. Wrote the uh, screenplay for that. He did Kong Skull Island. He co-wrote. I actually like Kong Skull Island. That's like his only alright one. Even then it has problems. Mm-hmm. There was, He also co-wrote with Colin Trevorrow Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. He co-wrote with Dan Hernandez, Benji Schmidt, and Rob Letterman for Pokemon Detective Pikachu. He co-wrote Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker with Colin Trevorrow and J.J. Abrams and Chris Terrio. That never even got... is a good, So he, he he's still on there, even if their version of the script didn't get released. <laughs> and he helped co-write this again with Kevin Tomaro and Emily or Car- Carmichael. I'm seeing a pattern here. Basically, they had one really good indie hit early on, and it's just been the same type of screenplay writing. A vague facade of nostalgia with a fairly incomprehensible, ridiculous plot with very thin characters and just a lot of action scenes to make Hmm. up for it. And that gets old real fast. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Absolutely, and I think something that that actually works about at least the first Jurassic Park film mm-hmm. is you spend enough time with getting to know all of the all of the main characters, so that when they are put in actual danger uh, of mm-hmm. these dinosaurs, you, there's actually a sense of tension. And they tried to do that here, but I couldn't give a fuck about any of these people. I was waiting on you to get your fucking head chewed off because. Colin Trevorrow, he likes to punish people that do nothing wrong. Oh, yeah, I think like that. Gro- like the girl? The gross- yeah, the grossest example is the, like, assistant in the first movie. A character yeah. who did nothing wrong. She has no character and is, anyways. And is brutalized for it yeah. for yeah. a long time. I like that scene. I was and they like watch her on the different levels of animals that take her and then event- and like eventually all get eaten. And you're going, who was that character? She was just there to help the kids. We didn't see her for the last 45 minutes in this movie. Yeah. That was a good death, though. What I was the point was, of it? I thought it was, I thought that was a pretty good death scene, actually. I thought that was pretty funny. I mean, it's it like... You know. but, it didn't, but it doesn't have meaning. That's the whole point. This franchise has a lot of cool death moments or cool whatever. 
right. they don't have any meaning. What's the point of the guy, the the Indian guy who uh, who's it? Like he's the head oh, of the the idiot, the idiot fucking Indian uh, helicopter pilot. Yeah, he's the head of this. He should not be flying yeah. this. He's who the head also, of their company. Yeah, who also gets so many people killed. He does this whole program, and he's like, oh, I want to preserve Hammond's let. Hammond's legacy, then you wouldn't have Bitch. reopened the park. Okay. Oh, okay, you're talking about the first one. Okay, you're talking about the first Jurassic Yeah, I'm talking okay. about Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah okay. first um, the, the Yeah. Yeah, all right. Okay, so with Dominion here, um, yeah, uh, so mm. you do kind of have, you know, with these kind of lack of stakes here with this movie of, because with all these kind of characters in here, you know nothing's really going to happen to them, so there's kind of lack yeah. of tension so when you see the dinosaur, when you see him chasing them, and the dinosaur is going to do like the Jurassic Park thing of the big chump and do that, you know they're going to get nothing but air. So as they try to bite their ankles or their ass or whatever, they're going to get nothing but air. Nobody important is in any danger. Yeah, so nobody of, of significance of this movie is and in danger. In addition, no, uh, this is the same plot as Hello the previous there. movies. Oh, If you've seen one yeah. Jurassic Park... You've seen this. Specifically, if you've seen the previous one, congratulations, you've seen this again. We, it's like, we're uh, Owen Thunderguns oh. and Claire have to go and do something involving dinosaurs. Blue that is they there. Are not, that they are not in any way qualified to do. Correct. They go there. <laughs> Other characters join them on their journey, whether they're relevant or not, or have their own side thing. They don't. Ulti- that ultimately doesn't really matter to the end of the plot. Mm-hmm. It's like a... There's an evil rich bad guy who wants to control dinosaurs. There's dinosaurs that fight each other for some reason. They bet money on it because they can control that. And at the very end, things happen. And dinos- and we shouldn't let dinosaurs, and maybe dinosaurs are meant to be. That's the only thing that kind of changes. It's like, well, oh, and B.D. Wong uh, shows up as his uh, <laughs> geneticist character doing something vaguely evil for some, for some reason. To do yeah, something do, genetic involved. Doing something vaguely evil only to have a redemption completely unearned. Yeah. Uh, what, what, it, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Josh. Um, yeah, so you got, you know, kind of B.D. Wong in there who's, you know, back and, you know, some other characters as I'm well. I'm happy the guy's getting work. Don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. happy the guy's getting work. Um, and that, that, that could apply to most of the people in this cast. Because yeah. you have... You have a solid cast. You have a uh, Mamadou Ati from who was in that uh, that film uh, uh, Black Box. You have Omar Sy from uh, The Untouchables and uh, Lupin, and you give them nothing to do. Yeah, uh, there's interesting kind of world building elements here. Like I said, um, also with some of the you know the dinosaurs, the way they look, they look good, and they even throw some practical looking dinosaurs in here as well. So I thought you know. That was also kind of nice because they could have just said, "Well, screw it, let's just make it all CGI with all the, the looking mm-hmm. creatures." But they, you know, they did throw some uh, practical looking ones in there. And thank you, Bradley Martin. Thank you for the follow, by the way. Uh, much appreciated. Um, and also, I, I think that with some of the kind of new additions with Dewanda Wise, I think mm-hmm. it's a big new addition to the cast. And actually, one of the characters mm-hmm. I actually did really like coming into this, I <clears> thought her whole kind of background um, was kind of interesting. Um, her action scenes were good, okay. um, and you know, kind of okay. her being in this underground black market world of dinosaurs, okay. um, I thought was very okay. I agree that Dewanda Weiss is good in the film. Mm. What do we know about her besides that she is a pilot? That 
Correct. Goes out of her way to help this complete stranger for evidently no reason. Because script needed her to. Well, yeah. I, I think, well, I think she's a fine character just in terms of, and then her helping the them and, I mean, because you could see with the movie she was kind of uneasy about, you know, doing the stuff with the girl in the first place because she's the one that, I think, because uh, wasn't she the one that transported the girl, or helped transport the girl on the plane to get to Biosync? Um, so you could tell she was very uneasy about that and maybe kind of wanted to turn around. I mean, it's it's. I mean, this movie, no characters are deep, really. I mean, there's no deep character here, but I just thought she was kind of a cool character. No. And the way she kind of, like, her I, I, whole thing of being, no. in the, being the pilot, being kind of this black market kind of realm of the kind of this this world i thought was i thought was pretty nice uh but yeah i mean what i mean uh what kind of how did you feel about that character uh i i thought it okay whenever we get comment we ever see like discourse online about how like other blockbusters are adding black or uh, LGBTQ characters, and you get the fucking shit heels that complain is like, "Hey, you're making in in just complaining about like token casting." That's what I felt with this because she doesn't really contribute anything. She felt pretty much just as a as a diversity hire in in some aspects. So you thought this was a diversity hire in this? This this feels like it, and I'm not not attacking Dewanda Weiss. I'm attacking Colin Trevorrow. Yeah. So I mean, I, it, I, his character, her, her character was weak, basically. I think every character in this movie is weak. Yeah. I, I so mean, really, at the end so, of the day, it doesn't really matter. I mean, at the end of the characters, I think I think yeah, every character. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I just say I, I just I thought miss, she was this cool. Yeah. I just thought she was a decent character i just thought mm. she was cool with the whole stuff she was doing with the black market stuff i sure. just thought it was fine and then there'd be i mean the pilot stuff okay you need yeah. maybe you just needed a character to get from to help them get from point a to point b a to because, b you know what i mean and which yeah. is bad which is just bad script writing yeah they could have just any any look uh, what we're trying to say is if if a jurassic is a get uh, this that is so bad. It makes uh, Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. That is like a, a Netflix made for its own CGI series has better character development than the movies they come from. You've got problems. <laughs> okay, and, and, and Javon Good just uh, just commented uh, about my diversity hire, and he asked me how I feel about No Time to Die. Lashana Lynch in that film is actually a character, which is the difference. She has her own dynamic with James Bond. She contributes to the plot and the action in a way that I don't think DeWanda Weiss does here. But that was a better movie. I that well, better also movie. yes. Yes. That was a better also, movie. Also yes. A movie. Too, I will though. give time to die uh, that. It indeed is a better movie. How much better is debatable, but it is a better mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. I I mean it at least has action scenes, it has characters. What they do with those characters you might not like. And the story that, eh, it's kind of myth. But at least it has those. It has those things. <laughs> yeah. It has personality and yeah. stakes with it, with its characters and its action. Yeah. Yeah. Or at uh, least makes the attempt. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, like I said, I mean, I don't think anybody's really that good in the movie. I think, I mean, I think she adds more personality to things than Chris Pratt or Bryce Dallas Howard, who's cool. here. 
who, mm-hmm. like I said, I don't think they have any really good chemistry. I never really liked their relationship. No, they've movies. never had good chemistry. Um, no, they, they've never had that. And then even in when even in the first f- film, it's like they're supposed to have this sexual tension or anything, but it seemed like oh, he just kind of he just kind of negged her into the relationship. So it's like you know, <laughs> I, I don't. I never really it does got feel that. Like it just seemed like he just he's, he's yeah. just pulling he's just pulling like pickup artist shit in order to pick to end up with her at the end of the movie. It yeah. worked though. Uh, yeah, because yeah, you know it's a movie, and you need. I mean, you're the. I mean, he's the prominent guy. She's the prominent woman in this, so you're gonna have. I mean, to... I mean Chris Pratt's age. Pro- I mean, Chris Pratt. I mean, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is actually age appropriate, so that was probably why they have no chemistry. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, you know, you kind of have that, you know, in the movie and everything like that. I I never really liked their relationship um, throughout these movies. Um, then they have the, you know, now they're taking care of the girl from the last movie, Fallen Kingdom, the clone. Um, she doesn't have anything to do besides she's the rebellious teenager. Um, she even has the rebellious teenager attire, which is the army surplus jacket, uh, with the patches on it. And she's got the beanie, uh, the ripped jeans, you know and, what I mean? So. And flannel shirt and t-shirt of a band that I'm sure she's never even heard of before. Yeah, you know, that's the rebellious team starter pack, you know what I mean, that she's got going on. Yeah, uh, and... And, yeah, this movie is every single complaint I have about modern busters, all in all in one overlong package. Yeah. And it's a, it's a shame, too, because, you know, when you talked about a sequel to a franchise mm-hmm. and everything, you just had that really done well with Top Gun Maverick. That was done really, mm-hmm, yeah. really, really well. Um, it actually did something with the characters in that and advancing the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this does nothing for that. And I've heard people say that this Dominion movie is the best of the Jurassic World movies, which isn't, again, oh. you have to add the caveat of saying... Fuck off! ...that, you know, these movies in general have not been very good. So you have to add that kind of in there as a, you know, as, as a caveat. Um, I, I mean, watching this one, I mean, I haven't watched Fallen Kingdom or the first one in a while. I remember... Mm-hmm kind of enjoying the first one Jurassic World I thought okay you know it, it's shit going crazy and then it sets off because after that moment happens with the first explosion or something then the whole park goes mm-hmm. crazy and everybody all the dinosaurs run around killing people chomp that's what you want to see you want to see dinosaurs eat humans mm-hmm. and chomp them up and do all that stuff that's what you want to see and I would be interested to find out if this movie has like the least amount of dinosaur kills in it or dinosaurs killing humans in it because I try to think of like who really, how many people died in this really from dinosaurs. Um, I don't think that many. So I'd be interested to see how many, you know, what's the kill count here actually mm-hmm. of these. Um, so I no, think we'll, we'll check out Dead Meat when it comes out. Yeah, it'll uh, eventually come on Dead Meat. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I'd be interested to kind of shout see out that. to Dead Meat. Um, but yeah, I mean, this one I think it's it's overly too long. Um, a lot of the characters are not good uh, there. It wastes good world building elements um, that you could have done in the movie and could have gone down a good path. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, I guess if you're, I don't know if, I'm not a huge Jurassic Park fan, even if you, you know, maybe some people are. If you like the return of a lot of these legacy characters of Jeff, Jeff Goldblum and Laura Dern and Sam Neill, I think they're okay. semi-decent okay. in it. Yes, mm. so, so for me, this is a better movie than Fallen Kingdom. Only because it has at least like one element that actually worked for me, and that was every time the orig- the original cast was on screen. That's when it felt like there was re- a legitimate like plot and character and uh, story going on. That's that all of that stuff actually worked for me. Mm. Okay, dust. 
Uh, well, it did that. Having those actors there because they actually had natural chemistry, mm-hmm. which reminds you of the first, the original movie, which makes you go, "Man, I, I, I should just probably be watching the original instead of this." Mm-hmm. That's all you can think of when watching that. It's like, yeah, that was a much better movie. I'm gonna watch that instead. I really <laughs> want to watch that. Uh, that does your movie no service. So in a way, it kind of hinders the movie as well. Mm. splitting the movie in half also doesn't help where you have one that actually is somewhat interesting but it's ultimately a rehash of what came before in the original movies and and also feels almost like a fixing mistakes territory Mm. where it's a where it starts getting into that territory which is a like mm, gotta watch out for that because uh, I don't think we brought up but Lauren Dern's character, <clears throat> it, according to Jurassic 3, she never ended up with Alan Grant. That was mm. a big snafu for a lot of people that they didn't end up together. So they begin this, they make very plain, oh yeah, she divorced that guy, even oh. though she has kids, and divorced them, and that's all thing. But now she's going to get back together with Alan, and you're like, hey, 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 she's older, reconnected with an old No, plane. that's fine. Just doing that all, eat, I'm pray, I'm just doing her eat, pray, love phase. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I'm just, it's just one of those things where it's a, uh, guys, I saw this. I didn't even need Jurassic 3. I need any of this, but uh, all right. Mm. This movie tries so hard to be like a finale or finish off in this, but all it does Mm -hmm. is just remind you why this, uh, why this just never even needed to be. Uh, Mm. So I'm going to go to ratings, honestly, if we want to jump to that, because I got nothing else to say to this movie. Uh, Personally speaking, this is arguably, uh, arguably, I would say this is no better than than the previous one. Mm-hmm. At least you have, I have more of a laugh with the previous one and how stupid it was. Uh, I mean, this is pretty still pretty stupid, but at least that one had like a dinosaur trying to chase a little girl through a through a uh, a, a room. And at mm-hmm. least, and he was trying to like figure out how to open a door, and then just gave up on it. They couldn't decide on the level of intelligence of the dinosaurs. I almost wish this movie was stupider. Like, mm-hmm. I wish they just, like, spiced dino DNA with humans and just made a horror movie. That would have been more fun. That was actually the original concept for they were going to make for the first uh, Jurassic mm-hmm. World. That was the idea, and they scrapped it. It was going to be Jurassic World 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, can, you can see concept art for it. It's pretty wild. Um, yeah, but I would have rather had that. Honestly. Yeah, but if you wanted something cool, you don't hire Colin. No, I know. Buster. So because of that, I'm just gonna say skip it. Mm-hmm. This this is a skip it. This is a tune. This is a tune out. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Don't even bother with it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. uh, I'm not. I don't even hate it. I don't even hate it. That's why mm-hmm. I don't say like it's a waste of film. It, it borders on that. But it's a like mm. uh, if you like it you like it but this is a, this is a tune out for everybody else. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, for me, for me, I, I I've had this conversation a lot. And if a film is over two hours, but it's like really like well paced and engaging throughout, stuff like the Batman, stuff like the Northmen, everything, everywhere, all at once, then I'm not going to take the length as a as a knock against the film. Right. But when you're over two hours and it feels like work it feels like work to get through this movie i think the characters are all completely flat i think the script is even in some ways it's even dumber than uh the 
the last film. It it's a frustrating movie because there are elements in this that I actually did enjoy. Unlike the last movie, I enjoyed uh, the interaction of the original cast because they have that such natural chemistry. There are some scenes with the dinosaurs that I thought worked really well. Um, when uh, they finally play a factor in the story, which spoiler, they don't until like the third act of the movie. Um, even some of the side characters that get wasted, like Omar Sy, like uh, uh, Mamadou Ati, I thought they were interesting ideas, but they do nothing with them. The only reason that I'm not giving this a waste of fucking film is because, unlike something like Morbius or mm. Uncharted, there are elements in this that I actually did get some enjoyment out of, which I just mentioned. But besides that, this is a just a skip it film. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, like I said, you know, for the few decent things they do, um, the practical kind of looking dinosaurs, and you know, the way the dinosaurs look. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, it's not really spectacular anymore. I mean, we've all seen them in multiple films. Um, you know, they look fine, and and that's kind of good. They stuck with some of the practical kind of look of some of the dinosaurs. The world building mm-hmm. elements I thought were fine. It just they didn't explore those, and they went a totally different, you know, uninteresting route with that. Um, and also the whole thing with Chris Pat's character, like, you know, holding up his hand and stopping any dinosaur, that was, it's stupid. that didn't, that didn't make any sense. Cause there was a specific reason yeah. why yeah, he could do d- that. D- yeah. And the first yeah, one, it, it works with, it works in the first one because those raptors have been bred in captivity and they know him and trust him and would listen to him. But random fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. Remember in the first movie though. Uh, I'm gonna. I can't believe I'm getting any credit, but I'm gonna give a little credit. In the first mm. movie, they tried to even explain that even better when they said, "Yes, they were bred in captivity," and it doesn't always work. It doesn't all like it's fifty-fifty sometimes where they he has to constantly like he can never show any form of weakness, and he's like, "Hey, hey, hey, back off, back off, I see you," and they're like, "But they're still moving closer, even though he's doing like back off," and some of them back off because he has to constantly mm. prove he's the alpha. That actually has a very good wolf uh, wolf pack mentality to it and uh he has mm-hmm. to constantly show that he's the king of the castle or else they're gonna all ape on him and this he just waves his hand like it's magic like he's being a uh, crocodile done like, he, like yeah. he's got the like he's got fucking force powers yeah you know, like nah man you can't you can't do that with that yeah um Ugh. and then other characters start doing it too and then they start oh, like God, yeah. all of a sudden it's like well, that, that doesn't even make any sense um yeah. but yeah i i mean yeah, I mean it's just you know to give it a, give it a rating. I guess I'd give it a maybe that low skip it. You know what I mean? Boarding on waste of film. Mm. Um, you know, seeing some of the kind of the older characters come back is kind of nice. And you know, like I said, Dewanda Wise character is I thought was you know fun. Um, I thought she was the only one kind of having some good personality here. Um, you know, besides the uh, the the legacy characters coming back. Um, yeah, so I mean that's kind of the only thing that's kind of for me stopping it from from being a waste of film, uh, waste of fucking film for mm. me. It's kind of those elements, the world building elements, the dinosaurs, and you're gonna get you know. And also, if, if you're saying like, okay, what about you know, am I gonna get good you know dinosaur battles or anything like that? I don't know. I think maybe that was better in the first one. Honestly, I think you know what I mean. I think the first mm. one had a better, bigger dinosaur battle than this one did. Um, so yeah, for me, I just give it a low skip it for me. Um, all right, so moving on from discussing Jurassic World Dominion.